You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads agency. Here's our CRO checklist. This is actually pulled together by the head of our technical team, Yvonne, who's on this call. Uh, he's the poor guy that actually has to do this work. Um, so the very first bullet point is more of a catch-all. Make sure your site's working properly. Uh, we want to make sure that the, the, the site is fast, and you want to make sure that you're using um, Google page. I misspelled Google. You want to make sure you're using the right tools to test. So if you go to a developer and you say, um, my Google page speed insight uh, rank is low, what they're going to do is they're going to show you GT metrics. And they're going to say, well, your website speed is fine. Look over here at these other diagnostic tools. And here's the thing. They are probably correct. The problem is, is Google is measuring your page speed according to their own tools. And page speed insight, my understanding of it is it... Um, it doesn't necessarily take into consideration things like latent loading. So where other site speed tools are going to measure how long it takes for the site to load for the customer and then allow you know, server-side and, and sort of subsequent processes to load in the background, Google says, no, we want to know what all this looks like in its entirety. And that's why your Google page speed is probably lower than your page speed in other tools. Sucks for you, sucks for me. This is the game that we have to play. So if you're talking to somebody and you're going to hire somebody to help you, you want to make sure to manage the expectation that this is the tool that you want to improve page speed inside of. And I just dropped a link inside of chat so everybody has it. And can we actually uh, just go to Google, uh, just use google.com as a, sorry, uh, right here. Nope. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, just uh, to run page speed insights. Um, Here's what's interesting. So Google measures their mobile site speed against the AMP, um, I guess, as a benchmark, uh, Accelerate Mobile Projects. So and what's funny is you'll see here that Google says, hey, my own website is slow. <laughs> um, Google gave itself a, a yellow rating. But here's the four things that Google's going to be counting on. And this is actually true for SEO and PPC. If you look at the four metrics here, first contentful paint, first input delay, largest contentful paint and cumulative layout shift. These four areas are what Google is measuring your landing page score against. So the landing page score is, is these four areas here. Now, normally you'd want to have a developer take a look at this and they would be able to identify ways to increase that speed. But if you look down um, underneath, uh, there we go. So like diagnostics and opportunities, this will actually, they're accordions and they'll tell you exactly what you need to do in order to increase your page speed. So reduce unused JavaScript, um, avoid multiple, I don't know what that was up there. Uh, yeah, avoid multiple page redirects. Um, so here's image elements. So essentially what, I'm not sure why this looks broken on their side, but usually it'll, it'll give you a picture uh, of the image that it says, hey, this image is too large. You need to reduce the size of this image. So if you wanted to, when you're running uh, the PageSpeed Insights, you can run it on your own site and send that link right to a, a developer or, or freelancer that you trust and say, hey, can you work on these? And it'll give them a, a checklist, a task list of everything that they need to do in order to bring up that page speed and how much page speed is going to be increased because of it. Awesome. Um, you want to make sure that your contact information is in the header and or footer. This isn't just because of compliance requirements. People tend not to buy from people they don't think they can get in touch with. And that's something that consumers, especially if you have a small site and an unknown brand, it's something I check for. It's like, how, how receptive and available are you going to be to me in case I have an issue or a problem? Um, you'd be surprised at how much a phone number can improve conversion, even though they're never calling. They just want the comfort of knowing that they can call. Now, I realize a lot of people are building a lifestyle business and they don't want phone calls. And if that's the case, that's okay. But at least try to prioritize an email. 
um, let people know that you're going to be there and you're going to be receptive and you're going to be available. Um, the website design, I think this is, again, I don't want to overemphasize this. I don't feel like you need, you know, Web 2.0. Or what are we on now? Are we on like 9.0? Who knows? Are we on <laughs> I don't 15, know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you don't need like the biggest, baddest <laughs> website design in the whole wide world, but you want to make sure that it's appealing, that it's clean, that it's aesthetic. Um, the way to look at your website, in my opinion, is to look at it the same way you buy a picture frame. It's the picture that matters. Your product is the picture. And so, you know, the, the, the investment you're making in the frame is meant to make your products look as good as possible. So be really careful with websites that might distract from that. Specifically websites that, you know, aren't, aren't going to fall into the background. Um, I've heard it said that a musical score in a film is only good if you don't know it's there. The minute you identify the musical score, that's when you know that the, the person writing the music didn't do a good job because it's supposed to be in the background. It's supposed to su support and su supplement the story. Your website should be the exact same way. Your website is the musical score to this film and the products are the, the main characters and they're telling the story. That got super philosophical, I'm sorry. Um, we're going to talk about image quality and even offer up some advice in terms of uh, how to produce some pretty quality images by yourself without any cash out of pocket. Um, make sure that you have really solid descriptions uh, and features are displayed. John does a good job of uh, showing how this influences Google uh, algorithmically. Um, use contrast colors for your call to action. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I want to remind you that we provide done-for-you Google Ads services. We're the number one ranked Google Ads agency on the planet with almost $100 million in ad spend under management. If you're an entrepreneur, business owner, C-level exec, director of marketing, and you're managing your own Google Ads, I think that's a massively inefficient use of your time. As a matter of fact, in my experience, within 90 days, we're able to optimize existing campaigns to a point to where we're paying for ourselves. We move from being a cost center to a profit center, and I want to put my time and my money where my mouth is. If you're spending $10,000 dollars a month or more in Google Ads, I want to offer you a free, no obligation action plan. A high level member of my team, one of our strategists, will look at your account, open the hood, and do it a full diagnostic and explain everything that we would recommend that you change in order to optimize your campaigns. You can take that, do it yourself, you can hand it to an internal member of your team, or in an ideal world, you can hire us. I'd love the opportunity to, to earn your business. Please go to sol8.com. That's sol, the number eight.com. Request your free action plan. Until then, back to your regularly scheduled program. This means isolation effect. There are some people that do this really well. One of my favorite is Boom by Cindy Joseph. So we've got Ezra Firestone, who's like the godfather of e-com. And this dude makes sure that you always know where the button is. Because he's got, the only time you ever see this bright pink is when you're going to go do something for Ezra. Um, and that's the isolation effect. And to be honest with you, even his tends to kind of blend in from a brand perspective. There are some people that will make it like an obnoxious color that doesn't even, doesn't even coalesce or coincide with the brand. You want, you want people to identify exactly where it is they need to go in order to take action. Um, that's the isolation effect. Those are contrast colors. Uh, make sure you're using social proof and reviews. We're going to talk about this as well. And then verification badges. Again, these can improve, especially for smaller brands. If you haven't been around a while, this helps improve just the trust that people experience with your site. Um, if you're using a merchant processor, they've got um, uh, generally like embeddable badges that you can use. If you're part of an organization that has a badge, uh, the Better Business Bureau, I feel like has lost some of its luster over time, but there's still, especially if you're serving a specific demographic, and what I really mean by that is a specific generation, there's a group of people that still feel very strongly that the BBB um, shows well. Um, 
And then the other thing to do too is take anything that you're offering and you can turn it into a badge. If you're offering free shipping and free returns, those are badgeable. And if it's text standalone, that's just text. But if it's a badge, all of a sudden it became real. Um, people trust badges to degrees that I don't necessarily understand. It's Costume with your day, the Google News, and I'm so excited today. We're talking to Matthew Stafford, uh, owner and CEO of Build, Grow, Scale, which has been one of the, I'd say, top e-commerce education companies for quite some time, Matt. I feel like you've been it for at least as long as I've been in the game. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.